So when the market is down in retirement, what you want to do is if you have a, a different asset that you could tap into, whether it's a home equity loan, whether it's high cash value life insurance, whether it's just a savings account. Now, not all assets are created equal and not all of them are as, a, as efficient. But if you could tap into that and let the market recover, you would be much better off. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. My analytical friends will love this uh, episode because I'm going to be getting into the nuts and bolts of volatility buffer, sequence risk loss, 4% rule, and, and show you an example of the power of having a volatility buffer strategy. Now, if this is the first time you're hearing of the volatility buffer or sequence risk loss or, or 4% rule, um, thank you so much for being here on, on either my YouTube channel or listening on, on my podcast. You want to go back and check out some of the later episodes. You can check out the episode I did with Dr. Wade Fowle. You can check out the episode that I did with Jason Sanger. I've also had other episodes where I talk about the 4% rule. And and there's just a lot of problems in retirement. In, in, in quick summary, there's a lot of problems when it comes to retirement planning and a lot of people are not thinking with the end in mind. And one of the, one of the, I would say principles that I talk about in my book is every time you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned the rest of your life. And when people are investing for the future, if the market drops, um, you will have a way to buy it at a discount. And it actually, it's called dollar cost averaging. It actually can be in your favor over uh, a period of time, but that, that, that thing that helps you going up the mountain works exact opposite going down the mountain. And I think a common theme that you're going to see in this calculator is every time you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what that dollar could have earned you or, or produced for you. And it's, it's really an exponential negative thing in retirement. And so with that, we're going to go into truth concepts and I'm going to break down a scenario that I think will do a good job illustrating the 4% rule the sequence of risk loss, but more importantly, how you can use a volatility buffer today, whether you have stock market assets or other assets, and it can really help you create more certainty in retirement. Hey, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. I am in the studio, and I'm, as you can see, I'm on my computer. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is going to be a very friendly video for analytical friends, and I'm going to go into the volatility buffer strategy and why it could be very beneficial for you as it relates to, you know, if, if you're using a, a lot of stocks or, you know, retirement plans for, for retirement, uh, the volatility buffer could be something that could give you potentially double the cash flow if you, if you do it properly. And the volatility buffer strategy, it, I could summarize it by, by essentially saying when the market is down in retirement, the last thing that you want to do is pull from assets. Because not only are you selling at a loss, but you're doing that at an exponential rate. So when the market is down in retirement, what you want to do is if you have a, a different asset that you could tap into, whether it's a home equity loan, whether it's high cash value life insurance, whether it's just a savings account. Now, not all assets are created equal and not all of them are as, a, as efficient. But if you could tap into that and let the market recover, you would be much better off. And, and if, if you're just starting saving, like there's a ratio, if you're nearing re retirement, there's a ratio and you should, you should work with someone that understands these kind of strategies because the 4% rule in some cases is a little aggressive, meaning you could run out of money. And, and then if you have certain strategies, you, it could be 
very, very good. So what I'm going to do, and I know I'm any anything that I do, I get feedback on good and bad. So I'm just going to use Truth Concepts Calculator, and I want to illustrate over the last 20 years the, the a, a simple what a volatility buffer could do for somebody and the damaging effect of if you don't have a strategy set up, um, what that could entail. Now, a lot of people are talking about a 30-year time frame. I'm going to look at 20 years just because, just for illustration purposes. But again, you're going to see some things in 20 years. Just imagine doubling that time because some people potentially will be in retirement for the next 40 years. Now, not everybody, but just something to think about is, is what I'm showing you is just a, a short, snapshot on time. I could cherry pick dates that are better and worse, but I'm just kind of giving this example. The other thing that I just want to say is we're going to look at history and looking back at history and to try to reflect on future opportunities could be also a, a negative thing to do as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to, I'm going to say we're going to go for the next 20 years and I'm going to put a present value of a million dollars why a million? Because a million is just an easy round number to to use. But this would work if you had a hundred thousand. This would work if you had three million. All right. And what I'm going to do is we're going to look at the market, and we are going to go to the S and P 500 with dividends for the last 20 years. And this is an average of 7.63 percent. Okay. So if we take 7.63 percent. And we just assume the average for for the moment, and we say seven point six three percent. You'll see that over twenty years, your your nest egg from a million grows to four point three, power of compound growth. And what we're going to do is we're going to be conservative, and we're going to say we are we are only going to take out let's say fifty thousand dollars, and we are going to increase three percent because all these. Um, you know, calculations have some kind of inflation adjusted, uh, adjusted spending. There's some people that say you're not going to increase your spending by 3%. There's others that say, hey, when every day is a weekend, you'll be spending more. I'm just I'm just using this for illustration purposes uh, only, uh, uh, obviously. So in this example, you are over the next 20 years, you have a million dollars. You're earning an, a rate of 7.63%. You're taking out fifty thousand dollars increase for inflation. So the first year is fifty. Last year, you're you're um, taking out eighty-seven, a little over eighty-seven thousand dollars of income, and you can see that your end ending balance is one point three million, almost one point four million dollars. That's it. that obviously like math is a beautiful thing. That's a that's an amazing thing. And so you could look at this and you could say if the market is averaging over seven percent, you could be you could be conservative. And take out. Let's let's be conservative and take out sixty thousand dollars. You know, now let's be conservative and take out seventy thousand dollars. I mean, logic would say that you could even take out seventy thousand dollars with inflation, and after twenty years, you would have money. Now, a twenty-year time period also is kind of a risky, um, but and this is just for example purposes only. Now, what what's interesting though is remember whether it's my book, whether it's you know experts, everyone's saying losses affect. Are 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 a really bad thing in retirement. Like when you lose money, it's a really negative thing. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the same time period that averaged seven point six three percent. I'm going to just copy this last twenty years, copy, and then I'm going to go back over to the tool and go back over to the cash flow tool, and I'm just going to paste the actual rates of return. Okay, 
And we ran out of money, ladies and gentlemen, in year 11. Why? It's, it's because this averages don't mean a whole lot when it comes to taking out your money. Now, in, in all fairness, let's, let's bring this back down to 50,000, negative 50,000. So if we just took out 50,000, we still lose money. We're, we're taking out 50, we're taking out 5%. We're not even looking at, at, at 30 years. We're taking 5% adjusted for inflation and year 16, we run out of money. Okay. This is the big problem as it relates to retirement risk. Now, even Dr. Wade Fall, when he says, look at interest rates and look at where our market's at, we may not have some of these runs. You look at 28%. 15%, 25%, 32%, 31%. Like there's a lot of good runs here. We might not even have some of those those runs um, in the future. It's like it's very this is where the risk of retirement is. But the cool thing about the volatility buffer is the volatility buffer says assuming this analogy here. What if we took what if we did not take out money the first couple of years? So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put zero here. And then I'm going to put in, you know, 50, we'll put in 52,000, you know, we're adjusting for inflation. I'm going to put the negative, I'm going to put the negative number here. And let's say we take out that. Okay. We can see just by eliminating three years early on, just eliminating three years, you have, you didn't just run out of money. Now you have some kind of balance at the end of, at the end of 20 years, but let's take out, let's in this, this loss here, I'm going to take, I'm going to put zero. I'm going to put 62,000 over here and well, here, let me, I got to put a different number. So if I just put, if I just take out, if I just use four years of volatility, I could even do this here as well. But if I just take four years of volatility over, tw over 20 years, four years, you are going to, you, instead of running out of money in year 11, you are able to sustain and have over $348,000 of income. Now, 5% is, again, could be, could be pretty aggressive. Um, you still might need to take out a little bit less. But we're also, in all fairness, we're, we're showing three, three years of losses, and there's, there's not a lot of periods of time that you lose three years early on. And so, again, I just want to point out that without the volatility buffer, you you ran out of money in in 10 years after 10 years you're you're out of money how is that possible it's because taking out money is bad enough with taking out money at a loss is even worse so volatility buffer is essentially saying if you have an asset whether it's a home equity line of credit whether it's a whole life insurance policy which i'm a huge advocate of if set up and used properly even if it's a savings account or or if it's being creative, tapping into other sources of income, you know, your, your kids or whatever, and, and you get to let the market rebound, it can, it can, it can, it's still not great, but it can, it can be a difference of an extra 10 years and 348,000. Like that's a, that's a pretty big difference. Now, again, I hope this, I hope this just did a good job just showing you the power of, of again, having an asset that, that, uh, eliminates the downside losses and and we could go back in history we could take over 30 years and you could see really quickly that retirement is really tough and and while the stock market for some and I'll say for many are the 
the asset of choice for accumulating money for the future, I would highly recommend you talk to someone or work with someone that can help you as it relates to addressing distribution and retirement income because I'm telling you, the market, while it might be a good asset to increase your money, it might be a very poor asset, as you can see, to distribute your money. But if you're going to do that, just by adding a four, five, six-year volatility buffer, it can, it can do some incredible things. The last thing I'll say, and this is my little reason for the reason I'm doing this is because I'm making a movie on the and asset over, over essentially teaching people how to overfund whole life insurance and showing them how that can be an asset that can improve every part of your life. And a lot of people talk about it as a, a part to do infinite banking. And I think very few people should actually practice infinite banking, um, you know, just because I don't think a lot of people have the mindset and, and they'll end up messing it up. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people will do use their money and put it in the market and they all they really want is a, is a powerful retirement. So if you could work with somebody that could help you set up from day one an ability to have a volatility buffer or have options for the future, you could potentially double your retirement cash flow. Double your retirement cash flow. Imagine the actual value of that. People are spending their whole life and and not spending a single hour talking about income Based strategies as it relates to retirement that will give you more um, income, certainty, and options for the future. So again, hopefully you enjoyed this little video, this of uh, numbers, and and just showing you a real time example of why volatility buffer could be a game changer for you in retirement. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.